Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley, and it's a wonderful night for Oscar, 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 who will win? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the month of February, which means Oscar season is underway. The nominations are out, and today we're going to be talking about the films that we can talk about on Kids First Coming Attractions of all these films that are nominated. Not all of them, because most of them are. But we have a long lineup of films to talk about, so let's get right into it, shall we? Also, today's sponsor is Monkey and Trunk. So the first film on our register is going to be Avengers Infinity War, which is nominated for Best Visual Effects Only. And well, today, who is going to be talking about is Arjun, Callista, and Benjamin. Thank you all for being on the show. Let's talk about the visual effects in this film, because it's insane. So Arjun, do you think a Marvel movie will finally get an Oscar? Um, I think there's... A, there's a good chance writing on this one because um, I think that uh, first off, let's start off with the motion capture. I think it's probably some it's some of the best I've seen on any movie ever. Like you know, Josh Brolin as Thanos. Um, you know, he's he's one of the best villains, and that's something which a lot of people normally don't say about CGI characters. You know, because they're they always seem fake and lifeless. But you know, you can literally see like human expressions and actions through his eyes. And I think that the motion capture is probably out of all of the things which are nominated for visual effects, it's probably the best. Like with the motion capture and. I think the CGI is good. However, I did notice that First Man was also nominated for visual effects, so I do think that's going to may give this movie some good competition. Certainly. Uh, Callista, what about you? To me, the visual effects were definitely one of the best parts of Infinity War. I mean, I love the whole movie, but the visual, considering movies are a visual medium, the visual effects are obviously very important, especially a story that takes place with so many characters in so many different locations because, you know, so many characters are traveling from one location to the next. I feel like the settings are especially very important. And I feel like each setting is very memorable and atmospheric, like especially the one where Iron Man, Spider-Man and the Guardians and Doctor Strange all fight Thanos in that one scene on that like desolate wasteland. Like that was easily one of the most memorable like scenes and settings for me personally. So, as Arjun already mentioned, the Thanos effects are phenomenal, so I don't need to go over that. So, I feel like, in general, the visual effects were really good, but I also thought the settings were particularly a standout. Definitely. Um, well, Avengers is definitely a, a very amazing film for this visual effects category. But I, I want to go over to Black Panther, actually, because Black Panther is the first Marvel film to get a black uh, to get a um, best picture nomination. It's also nominated for costume design, music, production design, sound editing and sound mixing. So, it is ringing a lot of rewards. Let's start with Benjamin. Um, let's get right into it. Do you think it could win best picture? I think this movie has a very good chance of winning best picture. Uh, not only do I think it's a milestone for representation, I love this movie. I went to see it twice in theaters, and I've seen it numerous other times um, at home. I think it's great. I think it's very complex, but it also doesn't lose the epic scope. Uh, the world of Wakanda itself is great, um, and I think it definitely has a 
very good chance of getting best costume design and best production design because it's phenomenal in this movie and a pretty good chance at best picture too. I don't know. I, as much as I do like Black Panther and it's a good film for representation, I don't think it's the best Marvel film, but I'm very happy he got nominated and gets the recognition it deserves as well. Uh, Imani, what do you think about it winning maybe best picture? I do think that Black Panther could win best picture. It really deserves it. As someone who's a, been a Marvel fan for a while, I just really love what Marvel came with um just being a person of color as well and seeing that an african-american um is a superhero and like is basically protecting their nation it was just it was just so amazing to see that come to life especially seeing that i'm 17 years old and how long it took to come to life i think it's a really monumental moment for um the community and just i really do think it deserves um a win well we'll see what happens um i'm a huge fan of this film as well um, but also when we're talking about representation in Hollywood, it's surprising that Crazy Rich Asians didn't even get nominated as well. So it's good that the Oscars are still showing diversity in its nominations, but we also have to put in account some of the big snubs, in my personal opinion, that could have been in this film. Um, Callista, what about you? Best Picture or maybe a different category you could win? Uh, in my opinion, Black Panther is definitely one of the, be- one of the best uh, movies in the MCU. I feel like it has a chance at Best Picture, but I do feel like the other things it's nominated for, costume and music, actually, I feel like it has a chance of winning those. I wouldn't necessarily say it has a better chance of winning maybe one of those awards over Best Picture, but I do feel like those need to be acknowledged because I felt like the costume and music did a fantastic job of creating a huge immersion into this world. The costumes themselves show off a huge, like, culture it shows it shows off the Wakandan culture really well because like in certain scenes they have more like tribal apparel to give a bit of the whole like to make it seem a little bit more like you know old fashioned I guess you'd say but then there's also like all these like interesting like futuristic looking fashion designs and somehow they blend so well even though they seem like they're from two different time periods I thought the costumes were fantastic and the music was actually really good and i found myself actually going back and trying to find some of the tracks uh that were used in the film like on youtube after i saw the film like i feel like the music and costumes deserve to be acknowledged as well totally this film is an immersive experience and a lot of great nominations here so who knows maybe we'll make history the first ever superhero film to win a best picture now we're swinging into action on the next film this film I love with a passion. I'm so glad it's nominated and it's been winning awards left and right. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Today we have right now Sahiba, Natalia, and Izzy, and also Benjamin talking about Spider-Man. So, Sahiba, best animated picture. It is nominated for that category. Do you think it's going to win up against Incredibles, Isle of Dogs, and the other films? Yes, I definitely think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is going to win best animated feature. I think it is such an original film and compared to all the other uh, nominees in this category, Spider-Man is the Spider-Verse is the only one in which the animation is new. It's something different and not seen before. So I think Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse is most definitely going to win. Izzy, what do you think? I think it definitely should. It is very great. It's just so cool and perfect that I just think it would be really cool 
And it is really cool. It has, like, different things where it looks real and it looks animated and it looks like it's in a comic book. Benjamin, do you think that Spider-Verse should win Best Animated Picture? Yes, 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 yes. A thousand ah. times, yes. I love this movie. This movie is my favorite movie of last year. I love everything about it. I've seen it three times. I, Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I'm really hoping it's going to win because I just everything about this movie. The animation is groundbreaking, revolutionary even. Um, and it captures the way of reading a comic book so well. So, yeah, I, this movie doesn't win. Travesty. I would... Totally agree with you because ah, Breaking Barriers left and right with this film. So Spider-Verse, my top pick for animated picture as well. And now we are moving into Solo, A Star Wars Tale, we are, which is nominated for Best Visual Effects. We were just talking about Avengers, about it being nominated for Best Visual Effects. So uh, Arjun, do you feel like this film could be, uh, you know, could maybe beat Avengers? Um, I don't really think so not that i'm saying that the special effects aren't up to par the special effects are far above the par in fact you know it's why i got a recommend uh, a nomination and you know i even noticed that while i'm watching the movie just how magnificent the special effects are but i feel like it's kind of a standard to have you know that star wars space galaxy movie you know riding around in um in the background of the special effects department um, and it doesn't really have anything quite as groundbreaking as Avengers um, mo- motion capture, for example, or um, First Man's just use of practical effects on like on the moon rover and all that. So I don't really think it's gonna snub that win. Sorry about it. What about you? Do you feel like do you feel like that uh, Solo is just a nomination, but it's probably not gonna win? I I agree with Arjun. I think that Solo Solo sorry, it did have some pretty spectacular moments. Um, and honestly, I think that it is slightly better than Avengers Infinity War. I know that the motion capture was really amazing, but all the other aspects of the visual effects in Avengers Infinity War, I felt, were not up to par, surprisingly. And so I think Solo um, probably is not going to get it. And I think the other ones in the category have a really good chance. I haven't seen First Man, but judging from the trailer, I think it has a good chance. As well as Christopher Robin. I'm actually rooting for that one, but unfortunately, I don't think Solo is going to make it. Well, at least it's it's just an honor to get nominated. And that's the thing with these Oscar, nomina- these Oscar nominations. Just to be nominated is already an honor in itself, but of course... We're always rooting for our favorites, and we're having money to bet on which ones we want to win. I got a lot of money riding on Spider-Man into Spider-Verse, so hopefully it wins. Because you know what? I want to be able to pay for college, because I pay a lot of money on that. Anyway, all jokes aside, that is our first segment talking about the films, the Oscar nominations. We're going to go into this next segment talking about a whole bunch of other films. It's really fast, really tight, but hey... We have a lot of movies to talk about. But with that, with that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Monkey and Trunk. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. For teens, by teens, and about teens, tune into the uncensored and unedited discussions with young adults on Express Yourself. Every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Smart, tenacious teen hosts and reporters from around the country speak up and speak out. Express yourself. Visit the website for the show to find out more at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. And check out the show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey guys, this is Jerry Orris reporting for Kids First. We are just discussing a lot of Oscar-nominated films, and now we're going to discuss even more. And we're going to be starting off with one of the bigger ones, Bohemian Rhapsody. It is nominated for a whole bunch of them. We have Best Picture, Film Editing, Sound Editing, Sound Mixing, as well as Rami Malek has a Lead Acting nominee for playing Freddie Mercury. We're going to be speaking to the reporters Sahiba, Kalista, and Ella about Bohemian Rhapsody. So, Sahiba, let's start with you. What do you think about this nomination? It has a lot of competition in all of those categories. Do you think it has any chance of winning any awards? Yeah, I think Bohemian Rhapsody is definitely one of the better pictures that came out last year. Um, It's the best picture and lead actor. It has a lot of great competition, so it's very difficult to say. But for lead actor, I definitely think it has a good chance because the transformation that Rami Malek went under to fully imbue the character of Freddie Mercury was pretty phenomenal. And he really, you know, took this role to his heart to try to play it with everything he could. 
I think sound editing and sound mixing is also a high chance that Bohemian Rhapsody would win, especially because the authenticity of all the songs in the movie and how they were able to incorporate Rami Malek's voices, voice into the song. So I think they did a great job there as well. I absolutely agree. It was one of my favorite films of the year, and I so agree. Rami just really hit it out of the ballpark this year with his performance. It was really captivating, so emotional, and really just very, very natural. Remember, it was really hard to distinguish him from the real Freddie Mercury. But there are a lot of opinions about this film. So, Callista, what do you think? Agree, disagree? What's your opinion on it? I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody has a good chance at getting an Oscar. I wouldn't exactly say Best Picture... Because I did like it, but it is a documentary on Freddie on Freddie Mercury and the history of Queen. And to me personally, I feel like I prefer for Best Pictures to go to original stories, but that is just me. And that doesn't account for the fact that this is a really well-made movie. Considering it is all about the history of a band, obviously the sound should be really good. And the... As previously mentioned, the sound editing was actually really authentic. And, of course, Rami Malek, I mean, I mean, what else is there to say? He literally looks exactly like Freddie Mercury, and he does a great job portraying him. I think, if anything, if this film is going to get an Oscar, I feel like it should at least get Best Actor. I can agree with you there, but I just want to ask you something. Although I, I understand what you're saying about Bohemian Rhapsody, there are a lot of unoriginal films in the Best Picture category. There's a Black Panther, which we talked about earlier, which is far from an original story. And there's also uh, Star is Born, which we're not discussing on the show, but that's a story that's been told many times. So do you think one of those have a better chance, even though they are to- stories that, that have been told before? I think it's not so about a story that has been told before in terms of like, I think you, I think what you mean is that like the plot is not original and that it follows similar beats to other films. And that's not exactly what I mean because Black Panther also has like the advantage of being a superhero movie with, in, in, with a really fun and entertaining cast of really immersive world and great action scenes, a great score, fantastic cast overall. It has that advantage. And Bohemian Rhapsody does have things like this. But it also might be because I'm a much bigger fan of more like action adventure stories. So okay, I, that's... Think I wasn't exactly sold on Bohemian Rhapsody at first. Although I do enjoy the film. It's just mostly because documentaries and stuff like that are not my style. That's understandable. And Ella, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree? Um, I completely agree with you and Sahaba. Um, I think that... It's definitely one of the more um, prominent movies in my, um, in my, like, I don't know, just, it's more, I think, I do really think that it has a great chance to win Best Picture, considering it is a biopic, and a lot of the times biopics do win. Um, As far as Best Actor goes, I definitely think Remy Malek deserves the award, because his portrayal of Freddie Mercury was just very authentic and real and he really transformed himself and um so yeah and the sound like you guys said it's very authentic so i do think that is a contender as well well i suppose we'll see what happens on february 24th it is definitely one of the runner-ups for the best films of this year but everybody does think differently about filmmaking so i suppose we'll see what is decided soon 
You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions, and right now we're talking about the Oscar-nominated films for 2019. And next, we're going to switch over to Mary Poppins Returns, which is nominated for costume design, original score, and production design. We're going to be speaking to Callisto, Raquel, and Ella about Mary Poppins Returns. So, Callisto, we're going to start with you. What did you think about Mary Poppins Returns, and how do you think it contends against the other films in its categories? Now, I should mention that I've never actually seen the original Mary Poppins, although I probably should at some point. But I did really like this film. I think the score was passable. There were a few songs that stuck with me. But for the most part, I feel like the songs were, like, passable at best, like, very memorable at most. I wouldn't exactly say best score because not all the songs hit for me. But I do think the score is really good. As for costumes, I feel like it has a better chance at winning costume design because because with Mary Poppins being such this, like, strange and magical character, there is a scene that takes place where they're the only live-action characters and everyone else is, like, 2D animated, which, I'm going to be honest, as a fan of traditional animation, that was easily my favorite scene in the whole film. And there was just some really nice outfits throughout all the, like, magical areas that Mary Poppins takes them and like all these like very vibrant and colorful like all these very vibrant and colorful outfits and it was just I loved the costumes so I feel like costume design is probably gonna go to Mary Poppins because I can't really think of another movie this year that really like sold me on the costumes as much as like Mary Poppins did as for for soundtrack I don't really know I feel like it has a chance, but not my go-to pick. Costumes, however, definitely. That's very understandable, and definitely you should check out the original Mary Poppins, especially if you like 2D animation. It really, really does love innovation with that. And I haven't seen Mary Poppins Returns personally myself, but it does seem like it does excellent in production design and costume design as well. But Raquel, what do you think? Do you agree with Callista or disagree? Um, I sort of disagree with Callista. I'm sorry. Um, no, don't I- worry about it. <laughs> I did see the um, original film when I was younger, and honestly, I was not expecting a second one, but I'm 100% glad that they did decide to do a second um, movie on Mary Poppins, and as far as costumes, I did love it 100%. It reminded me of the original movie, but it also had this modernized twist to it. So I still remember that this is a new one and this is not the same one from before. And it's not just um, a carbon copy of the original one. So I love the costumes. And if it doesn't win the costumes award, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> but um, And as far as the music goes, as uh, the soundtracks, I feel like Mary Poppins is very um, well known for that, especially the first Mary Poppins film. Um, a lot of those soundtracks are still, you know, if I were to mention a soundtrack from the um, original Mary Poppins film, I feel like a lot of people will understand and get it and remember it, you know, and I don't connect to the soundtrack for the second one as much as I did the first one, but maybe that's just, you know, how I feel personally about the first one versus the second one. I always love originals first or better, but um, the soundtrack was amazing, though, and everybody who worked on it did a great job. You know, that's one of the big problems with these films that are based on very historical and older films is that it's really, really hard to beat the pop culture around them. And, for example, Mary Poppins and its soundtrack, it's going to be really a big challenge to overcome the history it has. 
And Ella, how about you? Do you disagree or agree with the other two critics? I agree with what Callista said about the score and the soundtrack. Um, I think that it wasn't necessarily, I don't think it was necessarily the most, the songs from the original film were definitely like, they're definitely classics. They're more memorable. It just, um, second, the second Mary Poppins film, the soundtrack didn't really measure up. Um, I do agree um, with Raquel and Callista about the costumes. I do think because it, it was a different time period, they really had to, you know, change the way everything looked. And um, it did give me some nostalgia from when I saw the, like the original film. That was great. And also, um, as far as production design goes, uh, I really enjoy, I really like definitely think that production, it should, um, went for production design because it was just incredible. And I really, that was one thing that I like thought of when I saw the movie, I was just like, wow, this production design should win. You know, it really does seem like an excellent film. And I'm glad that Disney was able to bring some of the charm back from the original that we all love into the sequel. Now we're going to switch gears and talk about one more film, this segment, and it is Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin is nominated in one category, visual effects, but it is definitely a star in that category. We're going to be talking to Izzy and Callista about this film. So, Izzy, let's start off with you. What do you think about Christopher Robin, and do you think it has a chance in the very contended, very competitive uh, category of visual effects? Oh my gosh, I think this was so good in visual effects. It was so great. It had everything. There was definitely some Disney magic in there. It was strong, but there is some serious competition. I haven't seen the Avengers, but I know that name and I've seen all the previews and people have told me about it. Those are some big names. Things like the Avengers are up against it. So I'm like, oh, but I really do hope it wins. The visual effects were definitely great. And I think Christopher Robin could win. I really liked how they made Winnie the Pooh and all his friends. They like the animation and the real world world didn't collide in a bad way. It kind of just like mixed together. They looked like little plush dolls or something. You know, this is kind of a chain of films that are animated characters brought in real life. We had, uh, Quite a few this year. And what I like about Christopher Robin and visual effects, it's quality over quantity. You don't have a whole bunch of explosions and monsters and aliens. I love that stuff. But no, they focused on one character and one character in that world, just making it look perfect, which I absolutely loved. But Calista, what do you think? Do you think it has any chance of winning VFX? Um, probably. Like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like compared to Avengers Infinity War, which is such a big movie... This film might not exactly have, like, it might, I don't know if it'll be able to live up to Avengers, but the thing is, though, is that I do feel like it is worthy of that nomination, because Winnie the Pooh is, like, as, like, like, a brand and, like, a franchise, it just gives, like, nothing but, like, the feeling of childhood wonder, and I feel like the designs of the Winnie the Pooh characters perfectly, like, represent that. Having them all look like stuffed animals that you could, like, actually buy in, like, a store kind of emphasizes the sort of, like, childhood magic that they emulate. 
You know, it really does stand out as an amazing film, but uh, something I kind of want to ask you both about is that a lot of people are upset that another film that's very similar in the animation style to this one didn't get any recognition, and that's Paddington 2. I don't know if either of you saw it, but do you have any opinions on any films you think should have gotten a visual effects category? Let's start with Izzy. I definitely think Paddington 2 should have gotten that. It was really good because, again, it looked like an actual thing. It didn't, like, run into each other, the live action and the animation. Paddington actually looked like something that could exist in that world. It was a really good movie. I really agree. It's one of the very rare times a sequel can actually live up to its predecessor. But, Calista, what do you think? Anything that you feel should be in the visual effects category? Unless Mary Poppins Returns can count for that because of, like, it does have a lot of effects going on, but not in terms of, like, like CGI characters or anything like that. I thought the effects in that film were really good. Well, thank you both for talking to me about Christopher Robin. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Ors from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kiss First Coming Attractions, and this week's show is sponsored by Monkey and Shrunk. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hello and welcome back to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. We're going to continue our line of movies for the Oscar season. Right now we're going to be talking to wonderful Jerry and Benjamin about Green Book, which is nominated for a bunch of awards, including Best Picture and also Best Supporting Actor. So, uh, Jerry, let's get right into it. Do you feel like this is a contender for Best Picture? Why, why not? No, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I love this film. It's a really great film. There's not a lot I would change about this film to make it better. But it's not best picture contending because it just really doesn't do a lot new, in my opinion. It is a really solid film in every single way, but it doesn't excel at anything. You know, uh, Roma, for example, we can't really talk about it because no one covered it. But Roma was such a stunning film and it changed so much. And 
was really unique to itself. But Green Book, it's a great film and it deserves its nomination, absolutely. But I just don't think it's something that can be put up on a plaque as best picture for this year for all of history. I really don't think it stands out against all the other films that much. I would totally agree with you. It's been kind of like a lackluster year for movies, I think. And this year's nominations have been kind of like, okay. But still some solid films. Um, Benjamin, what do, you, what do you think? Do you feel like it should win Best Picture? Or do you feel like it should win a different category, like leading role, supporting role, film editing, or even Best Screenplay? I, was not, I don't think it should win Best Picture, but I think there's a good chance it could. Because I feel like even though it doesn't do anything new, it's familiar. And uh, it kind of is a movie that can appeal to a lot of different people. Um, which is both a good thing and a bad thing, which means it doesn't take a lot of risks, but at the same time, uh, it's just very enjoyable. And I think the crowd-pleasing element will help drive it towards the uh, Best Picture Oscar. Um, I think Mahershala Ali should probably get Best Supporting Actor. I think he did quite a good job in the film. Um, I think Viggo Mortensen, is, he's fine. He's pretty good, but I don't, I don't see him winning. Um, and... And maybe it has a chance in Best Adapted Screenplay, but other than that, I don't see it getting, like, editing or other things, other nominations. Actually, it's nominated for Best Original Screenplay, can you believe it? Even though it's... Oh, of, yeah. Okay, It's loosely based off an event, so that's why it's kind of strange it's nominated for Best Original Screenplay. But it's still a, still a contender. Now, I agree. It's, it's more of, like, a feel-good... Hallmark film, and that's not that there's nothing bad about it. It's good, very solidly casted, great acting, great story. And I honestly, I would watch it again because it just it makes you feel good. But compared to the other films, yeah, could be more of a pass. Um, but um, Jerry, you were talking about snubs. I couldn't agree more. This year, there are a lot of snubs. Um, do, were there any? Is there one in particular that you just feel like ah, why didn't they get nominated for anything? Um, one of my favorite films of this year that a lot of people don't talk about is Annihilation. I am a sucker for really a hardcore sci-fi that you're just completely confused by the end of it. And I really loved Annihilation. I know that a lot of people had problems with it, but I just felt it was so good. And I was really sad to see that got no attention whatsoever in visual effects because my God was the visual effects in that film. Just really, really stunning, especially sound editing and sound mixing as well. That film was just amazing in so many ways. It reminded me a lot of 2001 A Space Odyssey. So I'm really disappointed to see that got no attention, even though it was one of my favorite films of the year. Totally agree. Um, Benjamin, do you think there were any snubs? Won't you be my neighbor? Um, I think, yeah, it's a great documentary, um, and it's just a great movie that really makes you feel good. And... Um, out of, I, yeah, I was just amazed because it was, seemed like the front runner for the best documentary category this year, and then it got snubbed. My second is for the best original song category. I would have liked to see "Sunflower" from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. True. Or there's a song in Ralph Breaks the Internet um, that's kind of a parody of other Disney songs called "A Place Called Slaughter Race." That I thought was kind of a fun tongue-in-cheek look at sort of the typical Disney princess song in most other Disney movies, so I would have liked to see either of those get nominated. You can never win with the awards. There's always going to be parts where you're like, yes, it got nominated, and then there's always going to be parts where it's like, why didn't that get nominated? You can never win with these with these award shows. I just feel like you can never win. 
But speaking of documentaries, we are going to be talking about now RBG, which is nominated for Best Documentary. And what a documentary to talk about, especially since this category is usually looked like looked over. People don't talk about these because people don't watch documentaries. And that's a shame because there were some really good documentaries that came out this year. Also, Free Solo, which was another great documentary as well. Um, but today we're talking about RBG. Jerry, best, best documentary of this year? You know, I really liked RBG, but I don't know if it's really best documentary. I honestly think that's going to go to Free Solo. I haven't really heard anything from the others, and Free Solo, everyone is just saying it's incredible. I definitely agree with Won't You Be My Neighbor. I feel like that should have gotten some attention. I don't really understand why it didn't, but uh, Free Solo, I definitely feel will take best documentary just based off what I've heard. RBG is really great. I think it tells so much about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's kind of funny. It was timed with the biopic about her as well coming out in the same year. But it's just a standard documentary. There's nothing really to say about it. I guess it's kind of the same thing with the Green Book. You know, it's a good documentary in a lot of ways, but it doesn't really do anything special. It's just a documentary about a woman that we all love. That's really as much I can say about it solidly put together solid story just nothing that pops out like this is something that's going to go in history it's absolutely free solo on the other hand which i didn't get the pleasure of seeing was a cinematic experience for the ages i think for documentaries i think it, it took a lot more risks than rbg but still doesn't it doesn't mean just because i think it should win doesn't mean that the other films aren't as equally as as good um, Ella, what do you think? Do you feel like IBG could win Best Documentary? I feel like it definitely has a chance. I don't know if it will. I think it should personally because I just I was watch I watched it with my mom and we were both just very like amazed by everything that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has done. It was very empowering, very inspiring, and it was just a great story overall. And it was very well made. But um, a lot of a lot of very well-made movies tend to get snubbed sometimes, especially in the best documentary category. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like it's gonna get snubbed, but I definitely do think it should win. And I definitely think that it has a solid chance at winning. Definitely. And do you feel like there were any snubs besides "Won't You Be My Neighbor," which again, totally completely surprised it didn't get nominated for best documentary because it's such a good documentary. Um, do, would you think there were any snubs in any other categories in this year's Oscars? Um, I do think that Mary Poppins Return should have been nominated for Best Picture. I know it was nominated for um, other awards, but I think it should have been nominated for Best Picture because I thought that overall it was just, it was very, it was a very magical movie. I cried several times. It was very emotional and it was very nostalgic, but I don't know. What are you going to do? You can complain, but then the Oz is going to be like, all right. Yeah. But that's why it's great about the Oscars as well, is that if you feel like there's a film that's been snubbed, hopefully the fans of movies that were snubbed can push it out some more and be like, hey guys, see these films. See these films. Because so many films come out each year and you always hope that a good film is seen because they deserve, the rec- they deserve that recognition. Moving on to our next film, which is First Man, which is nominated for a bunch of other categories like production design, sound, visual effects and um, sound editing and sound mixing. So, Jerry, I understand that you have a kind of a gripe with this film because 
It was so disorienting. But what about the sound category? Oh, God, I'm so happy this wasn't nominated for cinematography. I would be so disappointed. Um, but, yeah, actually, in the places it was nominated, it did really excel at. You know, sound editing, sound mixing, both the soundtrack and the sound design of this film was just really, really killer and really put you in the mood of Neil Armstrong. It was a very good uh, sound design to get you in a specific mood and to make you feel certain emotions. It did that perfectly, so I definitely feel it should be a very big contender in both categories. And I know there's a lot of competition in both of them, but I still think that it does deserve some attention there. In visual effects, I will say that it was really great. I think the ending sequence of The First Man is probably one of the best visual effects pieces I saw this year, even though it didn't really have that much visual effects. But I don't think it is really best visual effects because the places where it did have the very biggest, most visual effects was in rocket launches and things like that, which wasn't really anything special. To be honest, I saw better work in Apollo 13 than I did in The First Man, which was a little bit of a disappointment because I was hoping to see some great, great rocket launches in beautiful 2019 and, well, 2018 visual effects. In, pr in production design, I do think that it did really well. Nothing out of the ballpark, but still really solid work. So I'd say First Man definitely has the best chances in its sound. What about you, Arjun? Um, I think I agree with them. Uh, I did also think about that, too, like for the visual effects there really wasn't much to it. A lot of it was practical, and like you said, the ending sequence is absolutely beautiful. But yeah, the sound design in the movie is, is absolutely wonderful. I mean, it, I think it's going to win sound design, probably sound design and mixing both. Um, I don't even know which one's going to... Like, I couldn't really put a finger on which one's going to win with visual effects. It's just like there's so many movies. Um, but uh, I think maybe they could have given... like an acting nomination maybe not i mean it's not it's not the best piece in terms of acting but the sound design and mixing is is just absolutely wonderful and deserves that nomination certainly and for our viewers at home a distinction between sound design and sound mixing i know it's funny most people are like yay sound that's that's an award but it's an important category in film and some people forget that sound editing is the creation of sound while sound mixing is the layering of the score and the sound effects and everything else to make a beautiful, beautiful symphony of, of fully score and dialogue. And it's very important because if you don't notice it, well, they're doing their job. Same thing with editing. So uh, wonderful films nominated, especially um, in the, 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 the production aspect of it all. But we're going to have to take a break and talk about more movies. Thank you so much, YouTube, for talking about all these films. Be sure to go check out the Oscars and see which films you think will win. And you know what? It's a fun night, so check it out. With that said, let's take a break. I am your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Monkey and Trunk. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
To become a Kids First Film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Jerry Orris from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We have one more segment of lots and lots of Oscar-nominated films to talk about, and we're going to be starting with Incredibles 2, which is nominated for Best Animated Feature. We're going to be talking to Callista Imani and Benjamin about Incredibles 2, and this is also a very contested category because we have a lot of very solid animated features this year. So let's start with Callista. What do you think of Incredibles 2? Do you think it has a chance against much bigger ones like Ralph Breaks the Internet, Out of Dogs, as well as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? See, the thing is that I do like Incredibles 2, and I did think it was a really good movie, but honestly, it probably is going to win given the way that like animated films are treated. Like, Don't judge me on this, but I actually kind of don't want it to win. I actually legitimately think that Into the Spider-Verse is much more deserving. You know, I really have to agree. I haven't seen Incredibles 2, but it seems like it was an okay film. But I really agree that Spider-Man, because of how it stood out, Isle of Dogs 2, really deserves it a lot more. But, Imani, what do you think? Do you agree, disagree on Incredibles 2 winning Best Picture? Well, Best Animated Film, sorry. I somewhat agree and disagree. Um, As someone who has seen the first Incredibles and the second one, I've been a fan since I was younger. Um, I think just the hype surrounding The Incredibles may actually, like, 
make it win in a way because just of how well known it is. But I do think Into the the Spider Verse um, is more deserving of it. But it wouldn't surprise me if The Incredibles two won. Well, that's very understandable. And Benjamin, what do you think? Um, I Incredibles two shouldn't win. I'll be. I would honestly be happy. I haven't seen Mirai, but um, I love Into the Spider Verse. I think Ralph breaks the internet is fine film. Um, and Isla Dogs is really good. It has a lot of like really interesting ideas uh, for an hour and a half. That I thought that aspect was really interesting. But we already have a great animated superhero movie. Um, I feel like it's just it's not interesting if this wins. It's not doing anything that new or original. Um, and it just be kind of boring. Disney always wins too. Disney or Pixar. Like, give it to another movie. I wouldn't even say Ralph Breaks the Internet because it kind of explores social media in uh, modern times. But it's, this is just uh, basically Incredibles again. It's still very fun, but I just I would be disappointed to see this win Best Animated Feature. You know, it really does seem like a great film. Incredibles 2 was really solid across the board. But yeah, there's just so many brand new styles of animation that have been really been explored this year in the Oscars. So I definitely agree with all three of you. Thank you guys so much for talking to us about Incredibles 2. We are now going to switch over to one of its contenders' perfect segue, Isle of Dogs. We're going to be talking to Benjamin Arjuri about this. What do you think about Isle of Dogs? How does it compare to the other contenders, and do you think it has a chance? Benjamin? I really wasn't quite a fan of this movie the first time. I really love uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox and Moonrise Kingdom, and I love the style of Wes Anderson. I thought it was too much packed into one movie. Um... But watching it again, I just I think all the stylistic influences um, are really interesting, and um, a lot of the characters are fun. And Wes Anderson writes great dialogue. So, um, yeah, I don't think this is going to win. I honestly think Spider-Man has a clear uh, victory here. I think there's just so much buzz, and so many people, the f- people who are fans of this movie are really passionate about it. So, um, yeah, I I would love to see Wes Anderson get an Oscar, but I would love even more to see Spider-Verse get one. Well, I really feel like Isle of the Dogs was an excellent film. It was definitely one of my favorites of the year, but I have to agree. I'm not really sure if I see it winning Best Animated Feature just because of the history of the Academy Awards and what it's going against. Next, let's speak to Arjun about Isle of Dogs. Arjun, what do you think? Do you think it has a chance? Do you agree, do you agree or disagree with Ben? Uh, this is hard because um, if I were to like total up the um, movie, like a top, you know, three list of movies which I watched last year, both Isle of Dogs and Into the Spider Verse would be on that top three list. But I think I enjoyed Into the Spider Verse slightly more. And you know, like you said, Into the Spider Verse is trending and all that. I mean, I think there's really a very small chance this will win, and it's kind of sad that this movie's not getting uh, much more attention. Um, in my opinion, maybe a more controversial one. I think it's Wes Anderson's best yet. I just, I really love his stop motion movies, but um, uh, I do think that against Into the Spider Verse, it's 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 a very slim chance. I mean, uh, Into the Spider Verse, it was it was a great movie. It's also trending. It's um, the animation style. You know, there's a lot with Into the Spider Verse. And Isle of Dogs is just it kind of came out, and then like nobody really talked about it after, which kind of did annoy me. But regardless, this movie is still like a uh, a very good animated movie on its own regard. I agree, and I love the dogs is actually nominated for two car- ca- categories. 
Sorry. It's also nominated for original score. So, Arjun, do you think it has a chance in that, maybe? Because its score is very, very unique. Um, it, it could have a chance in that, but, you know, Black Panther's on there, too. And, you know, they kind of they probably want to snuff out one from Black Panther. But, yeah, the score, maybe it does. It, I think it has more of a chance in winning the score than it does um, Best Animated Movie. Um, but we'll just have to look and see. I definitely agree with that. Abraham, what do you think? Do you have different opinions on it, or do you agree with Benjamin and Arjun? Oh, I um, completely agree. I think that it's probably not going to win due to, you know, Black Panther being there. And that's probably going to win a lot, of, uh, a lot of the Oscars. But I personally really enjoyed the film, and I wish it would win, but I'm predicting it's not going to win. Sadly, it does seem like that's the case, and I really love Isle of Dogs, and I think it'll go really far in history, just as Fantastic Mr. Fox did, because it is just such a great animation to me personally. But now we're going to have to switch over to yet another nominated film, and this one is Ready Player One, which is once again in the very fantastic category this show, Visual Effects. We're going to be talking to Abraham and Arjun about this. We've been talking about visual effects so much recently. So I'd also like to just talk to uh, you, Abraham. What do you think is going to win visual effects? Because there are a lot of films nominated this year. Um, I'm probably going to say Infinity War. The visual effects of that movie were amazing. It was stunning. Sure, Ready Player One had all the video game characters, and that was pretty interesting to watch. But out of the sheer force of Infinity War being... Infinity War, I I think that's going to win, and also because it had really good visual uh, visual design, so I'm predicting that uh, Infinity War is going to win, and Ready Player One is just it hasn't been it wasn't that great of a movie in my opinion. It was one of Steven Spielberg's only mediocre movies. I feel no, it definitely did lose a lot of attention. It doesn't really stand out anyway. Something I do want to talk about with Ready Player One, I don't want to spoil it because it's probably one of the selling points of the film, but there is one scene in the film that has to do with The Shining, and I have to say the visual effects in that scene is Oscar-worthy, and I'm pro- that's probably why it has such a chance, if any chance, to win wow. Best Visual Effects because of that one scene. I I'm sure, Abraham, you know what I'm talking about. I completely agree with you. That is probably my favorite scene in the film. But Arjun, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree with us? Um, I really think they should have snuffed this out for, like, something like sound mixing or something like that, because the first race was just insanely good. I do agree that it's probably one of Steven Spielberg's worser movies, but it's still a really good movie on its own merit, but Oscar-worthy, not really. It's, it's kind of like that perfect popcorn action movie blend. Um, the special effects are really good, but I honestly think something like First Man or even Infinity War is gonna, you know, snuff out that win. Um... I, I do think that the special effects are really good, but not quite Oscar-worthy aside from the I think it would have been better to put this in like a sound mixing or editing department. It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. Ready Player One is definitely... I liked it. I thought it's an entertaining film. It's a popcorn film. I don't think it is worthy of any Oscars personally, but it still does deserve the attention of a nomination personally. And now we're going to transfer once again to the final film of this show, and it's going to be Ralph Breaks the Internet... Other films nominated for Best Animated Feature. We're going to be finishing off the show with Imani and Benjamin. So, Imani, we've talked about the animation category a lot this show and all the different contenders. Do you think it has a chance? I do think Record Ralph Breaks the Internet has a chance. Um, it had a lot of great aspects in the movie, honestly. Like, I loved everything about it. 
just the effects of it. And I love Wreck-It Ralph as a whole already. But um, I mean, incorporating social media into the whole film, I feel like that really added uh, a great component to the movie, which will give it a chance of winning. Um, but yeah, I think it has a chance, but I don't think it will completely win, if that makes sense. Well, that seems very fair. And Abraham also saw Ralph break internet. So, Abraham, what do you think? Do you agree, disagree? Um, I don't think this will win. I think that Into the Spider-Verse is my... That's personally my choice. If uh, my... Sorry. I think that's definitely going to win, Spider Into the Spider-Verse. That animation style was insanely beautiful, insanely creative, and I don't think anything could top that. Right? Ralph Breaks the Internet was a good movie, but I don't think it has the, the caliber of animation that into the Spider-Verse had. You know, it really seems to me kind of the style and the theme of this year's Oscars is the films that did really, really great, but also went another step and did something extremely unique that no one has ever done before. Exactly. Yeah, and, I agree with that. And Benjamin, what do you think of this? And do you also agree that that's kind of the theme for this year for the Oscars? I would say so. I agree with this theme. I think I don't see uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet um, winning. I think it's a great movie on its own. Spider-Verse is totally my pick because Wreck-It Ralph 2 didn't have as much buzz around it and people weren't talking about it for as long either, um, which I think kind of affects whether a movie gets in or not. For instance, let's say like Aroma. People have been talking about how great that movie is since like September. Um, and I feel like Re Ralph Breaks the Internet just came and gone within a few weeks. So It's very true. Well, this is just going to be really interesting to see what happens. And I kind of want to talk about the whole show as a whole. And I want to ask, uh, Imani, what do you really think is going to be the biggest surprise or upset this year for the Academy Awards? Because there's a lot of emotions packed into this, mostly because of how Black Panther really just made a shocking change for the Academy and got all those nominations. But there's definitely a lot of unique cases for this year. So is there any place you're looking very specifically in the Academy Awards this year? I think you never really know what's going to happen with the Academy Awards. It's like we're all saying a certain film, but then it might go a completely different way. And I think that's the part that I'm really worried, but also excited about. Because it's like you don't know what's going to happen, but you just want to know already. I think I've, I'm really rooting for Black Panther to win as many nominations as possible because I really enjoyed that movie so much. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a surprise because you never really know with the academy it's very true benjamin what do you think i feel like the show is definitely going to change um because there's no host um i feel like maybe awards will be given out quicker as well i think the surprising upset of this will be i think one movie is going to sweep personally most of the awards i think it's going to be black panther or roma at this point uh taking in even the technical ones i think one movie is going to win five or seven at least so you know some of the things a film that not a lot of people have been talking about is the favorite which also got a lot of nominations i believe they got the same amount of roma and they both got the most in th this year so i am really interested to see which one will really top out so abraham what do you think is there any category specifically that you're looking at the most this year in the academy awards um Surprisingly, this year, this is kind of a bit off topic, but not really, um, if that makes sense. 
Um, there's one category I will not be looking at, which is Best Picture. I don't think anything on Best Picture really intrigues me as much as it did last year. I guess I won't be paying attention to Best Picture as much as I would have. Nothing really surprised me that popped up there. But I will be paying attention to uh, Best Animated Feature because I want Spider-Verse to win. So I'll be paying attention to that. It's definitely going to be an interesting year, and there is a lot of controversy around Best Picture. There's a lot of disappointments. A lot of people are glad. It's going to be really intriguing to see what happens. Thank you to all our critics for talking to us about so many different Oscar-nominated films. To our viewers, the Oscars will be live on Sunday, February 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on ABC. So definitely watch it. Let's see how right we are, how wrong we are, what surprises and disappointments we get. But thank you so much for joining us this week. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TVs, shows, music, and apps, and learn to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, KidsWorlds.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Monkey and Trunk. I'm Jerry Ors. Thanks for listening. for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.